We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up? Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind here on this beautiful Wednesday. August 23rd, 2023. We have a nice little six-gamer uh, to talk about here on... I, I say nice. It is a six-game slate. I don't know if it's very nice, but it's six-game MLB slate today. Joined today by Timothy Buell. You know him in the DFS streets by Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Not much, Stevie. Yeah, well, uh, we were we were on Grinders Live on uh, on Monday night together, and that was a really really successful show. We were all over the Mariners, and me and you, we had quite a good night. And I think Dean did too, even though uh, he hated stacking the Mariners with no J Rod, but he he still had a great night. You got we all had really good nights. Yeah, I mean, um, even with my pitching kind of struggling here on this Tuesday slate, my bats are doing pretty well. Um, if I could. I get some Marlins production. I know that's not what a lot of people are kind of hoping for because Snell, uh, pretty popular. But if I can get some Marlins production in this game, um, just like one big hit from like Soler. Um, yeah, I think I, like Berger or Soler would be like the two guys looking at my ownership um, on a team that I have doing pretty well. So a uh, good night in the Pickham streets for me. I think I, I think I went, I went four for four because I missed the, the um, Drew Smiley. I had him less than four strikeouts and he got four got absolutely shelled and they just let him keep pitching he ended up getting two more strikeouts um so but i mean it happens so um but yeah good night on the on the pickham streets and uh, dfs looking pretty good so hope everyone's having a fantastic tuesday night what's up youtube i see you guys all hanging out over there 
Um, I look energetic tonight. Listen, you, you, you look energetic tonight, Steve. You're not yawning. You're not. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't think looking... people realize like how much sleep I don't get on the weekends. Um, so, you know, that is something that's <laughs> just it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. No sleep on the weekends during NASCAR season. When NASCAR season's over and um, I don't have that stuff, like I get a lot of sleep on the weekends. So um, the three months that. You'll see me um, after NASCAR season. I'll look like a different person. I'll have bags in my eyes. So, but yeah. Uh, what's up, YouTube? Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, if you haven't already, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Send it to your friends. Tell them to come hang out with us. You don't have to do that, but hey, I appreciate it if you do. We have, uh, like I said, a nice little six-game slate here for Wednesday. We're gonna get started with Toronto at. Baltimore eight and a half total in this game. The Blue Jays a one thirty favor. We got Gaussman and Flaherty facing off against each other. Let's start with Kevin Gaussman. Talent wise, um, talent wise, he's a top three talent on the slate. Potentially, current form talent, maybe the best. It's just so hard to say. Hey, anybody's talented, more talented than Kershaw. I'm just gonna throw that. That's the reason I'm kind of wording it the way that I am. Um, but Gaussman 10, six, I mean, not a great spot, but not a terrible spot. Um, what are your thoughts here on Gaussman? Uh, yeah, not, not the best spot in the world. Uh, but you know, we're going to break down this whole slate for everybody, everybody listening. And we're going to realize that there's not going to be a whole lot of options. Uh, so he is definitely the SB one for me. Um, you know, Huge, huge K rate. Um, you know, it's not it's not the best matchup for K's, but I, I think I think when we end up, you know, telling everybody who's on the slate, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty ugly. So and and Kershaw, I mean he's not as talented as Kershaw, but I still don't think Kershaw's up to full strength. So I I gotta give uh Gossman SB one on the on the slate. Yeah, I mean uh, you could, I mean, you could argue, I think three guys for like SP one today. Um, but I, I think when you're looking at just overall numbers, Gaussman, um, pretty high up there, 31 and a half percent K rate. Baltimore is a good lineup. Um, no one's going to sit there and say they're not a good lineup. I mean, if they do don't listen to them cause they are a good lineup. Um, but there's strikeouts here, Mountcastle, Henderson, um, depending on who, like who catches, who plays the outfield, they're dealing with a few injuries. So, but there's strikeouts in this lineup, and Gaussman has that upside uh, to be SP1 on the slate. So, yeah, very interested in Gaussman here. Uh, Flaherty on the other side of this game, any interest in him? Um, not – I mean, maybe a little bit. Like, like if I was making like 20 or more teams, I might sprinkle him in just to get some exposure because I, I think he does – have the ability to have a ceiling, but boy, oh boy, like if he doesn't have his good control, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. So, you know, I would, I would try to keep my, my exposure light to him. Um, but I think he's, I wouldn't completely toss him out of your pool. Yeah. I mean, same thing um, that we were talking about with Rodriguez yesterday, except for the fact that like Flaherty is a little bit more expensive. Um, Flaherty, you know, on the on the season, if we just look on the season, has been fantastic against righties. If we look at recently, he's still striking out righties at a very high clip. Um, 
The one thing that like worries me is the walks and the struggles with lefties. They're only facing three lefties. I mean, it's usually like yeah. three lefties max in this lineup. Belt, Varsho, yeah. Kiermaier. So, I mean, I think at 8,100, he's viable on this slate. I mean, there's nothing really like safe. I think Kershaw's the safest pitcher on the slate. We'll talk about him in a couple games. There's potential weather in that game. That game might not even play. Um, so like, or oh, really? I, delay. I, I, didn't, so, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Boy, th- I mean, I, so we, if we, if that game's in trouble, that this slate's going to be really thin, really thin. It's yeah, night like, before like weather. So, I mean, it always right. changes, but, um, I mean, when I was looking earlier, there's like 50, 60% chance, um, until like nine. So I'll let, I, I like Kevin Roth. I don't even mess with weather night before, but I'm just saying like, there's potential weather there, maybe not even a thing. Um, but I think Kershaw is the safest pitcher on the slate. But I think both of these pitchers, tough matchup for both of these guys. They both have some upside. Um, I mean, Flaherty is a guy that, you know, very interesting. So uh, let's talk bats. Blue Jays bats here. Um, obviously, Bichette back. Good to see Vlad back in the lineup after dealing with like a, a little bit of a finger thing. Um, so Toronto lineup. Getting pretty healthy, man. Um, this is when this lineup's healthy, they're they're a tough team to beat. Any interest here in the Toronto Bats? Um, it would be just like the lefties for me, to be honest. You know, like like Brand I think Brandon Belt is a really, really strong play. Uh Dalton Varsho, thirty one hundred, Belt thirty five hundred. Um I think if you want to just, you know, stack this team up. Like you can go ahead and go for that, but I, I I'd rather just get exposure to the left-handers. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could roll out a little mini stack with like Bichette, Belt, Vlad, and just chase yeah. the ceiling. Um, yeah, you know, Flaherty's a guy that can get into trouble quick and not even go like really deep. Solaire just hit a home run. Let's go. Um, just saying, and just saying, nice Blake Snell, nice baby, one. Blake Snell. Nice um. Yeah, so I do think like Flaherty is a guy that like can get into trouble. Like last time out against San Diego, got into trouble really fast. They were really quick to hook him. Um, I think he only threw like three innings. So yeah, I mean Baltimore's in a position where they they need every game. They don't need every game, but in this division, you need every game. So um, especially when you're facing a, a division rival here, Baltimore bats. Um, I think Galson's good. I'm going to go out of my way to pick on Gaussman. Um, I do think like it is a six game slate. Gaussman's probably going to get a good amount of ownership here. So like, if you wanted to leverage a Baltimore, maybe like a four man stack and do like a four, four type of build. Sure. Large field stuff, but like single entry three inch max, I probably don't get to any Baltimore bets today. Yeah, I completely agree with that. You know, it is funny though. It's like, he does give up, you know, uh, over 50% hard hits to both sides of the plate. You know, like, I mean, that it, that that's a lot for a guy that we consider such a strong pitcher. So, I mean, I think that, you know, with Cedric Mullins back, maybe you could, like, throw him in, Gunnar Henderson, someone someone like that, just as, like, part of a contrarian contrarian little mini stack um, because, because Gaussman does give up hard contact. Yeah, that's what I said. Like uh, the leverage makes a little sense. Um, yeah, Gaussman's not typically a guy that gets blown up, um, which I mean is the the reason that like you're not like hugely on it. But I mean, like Philadelphia got to him last time out. Uh, five earned runs, 
and he only threw like uh, five and a third. So it's definitely doable. I mean, they just, I mean, Baltimore just touched him up at the beginning of the month. Um, so it's definitely doable. I think a four man, um, and it'd be, it'd be like a leverage, leverage play. So yeah, very interested in Baltimore and Yeezy. I, um, I write down the morning grind game every single day um, on my note sheet. And Solaire was my home run call. Washington at New York, nine is total. He, is is easy causing trouble? I don't. Oh, think he's he just having do. fun. He, he'd never do that. Listen, he would never cause he, trouble. He's a regular. I really want Burger to hit a home run right here. Um, yeah. I might leave my chair if Burger hits a home run right here. But Nationals and Yankees, uh, nine total in this one. Yankees a one forty five favorite. Um, let's talk Gore and Severino. Um, Gore is seventy four hundred. We know like. He's very capable of strikeouts. Um, Yankees are very capable of striking out. Any interest in Gore here against the Yankees? I have a lot of I have a lot of interest in Gore. To be honest with you, uh, you're not going to get like the like a massive pitch count ceiling. They'll probably limit him to around like 85 pitches, but at his price tag and the context of the slate, I have really no no issue at all uh with gore yeah he's one of the highest strikeout rates on the slate just in general um so by default on a six game slate he's he's underpriced for his ceiling i mean his floor is probably like negative five or ten here so um judge torres lemayhew stanton all these bader like they all hit left-handed pitching really well so like his his floor is very very low but his ceiling is one of the highest ceilings on the slate so um, I think depending on like the contest you're playing, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have an issue taking some shots here on Mackenzie Gore. Other side of this game, Severino, um, I mean, he's finally at the point where he's priced right. Um, you know, he's been awful this season. 5,400 suits him well. I Even at this price in a matchup against um, Washington, I don't know if I could play Severino. But this price on a six-game slate, if you just wanted to say, hey, maybe he goes out and throws five innings, gives up one or two runs, throws a decent game, Yankees win, he puts up 15. I'm not mad at 15 at 5,400. Um, I hear that, but, like, yeah, I get it because, like, Atlanta's still on the slate. Like, Atlanta's still on the slate. And, I mean, Atlanta is facing the ghost of Jose Quintana. Um, so, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I don't think I play Severino. I, I haven't played Severino all year. He's been one of the, my favorite stacks all year. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Severino? So, obviously, I mean, obviously, I would love to get 15 points out of a $5,400 pitcher. Like, if you get 15 out of him, that's going to be amazing. You can jam in Atlanta. The, the, I think he's going to be popular, though, Stevie. That's my only issue. Like, I think he's going to be, like oh, – I hope I, so. I, well, that's what I really think, though. I think people, I think like the quote unquote optimal build is going to be to play Gaussman and Severino and then jam in some Atlanta or, you know, some other big bats. And that, and that's, and that's going to be like the quote unquote optimal build. I think that's what projection systems are going to spit out. So that's the only concern I have is that he's going to be like the chalky cheap guy. So, and if that ends up being the case, then I don't want to have a lot of interest. And then I would definitely take some stabs at, uh, you know, 
you know, maybe some C.J. Abrams on the other side, you know, Lane Thomas, like that whole that whole crew of Nats just for a little bit of leverage. Oh, dude, I I hope I open up lineup HQ tomorrow and see a projected ownership for Severino where he's getting ownership. Um, like I, I'm on the fence about like the slate in general, but if Severino's chalk, it, this slate makes me excited. Like, um, and like I get okay. So like at the end of the day, I understand why he would get ownership here, and I understand the reason of like playing him here. But if Severino's going to be chalky today. Oh baby, I'm gonna love it. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not playing Severino if he's chalk. I'm probably not playing Severino anyway. But yeah, let's talk about these Washington bats. Um, love the Abrams call. Love the Abrams call. I think this is a fantastic spot for Abrams. Um, Severino is a pitcher you can steal off of. Abrams is a guy that will run. Um, so I mean, that's a added bonus right there. I think he's at like 32, 33 stolen bases on the season. So like he he will run. Um, but outside of him, I mean, it gets like, all right, let's see if Ruiz is catching, he's a good catcher option at 3,900. He's a switch hitter. So it doesn't matter who the Yankees bring in, um, Lane Thomas, Riley Adams. These guys have some upside, um, against right-handed pitching. They, this seems much better against left-handed pitching, um, for what it's worth. But I mean, kind of want to see who's in the lineup too. Um, and, and see like, Dominic Smith. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If Dom Dom Smith like, cracks the lineup, man, he might yeah. be our Vogelbach of yesterday. Right, right. Like, he might be worthy of, like, taking a, a punt play on. In Yankee Stadium, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dom yeah. Smith, like, yeah. Dom Smith paired here with, like, Abrams and, like, a Manessis or a Ruiz. Like, I could definitely see myself stacking Washington three maybe four man stacks. I don't know if I get like a full five man stack because their ceiling, I feel like is still limited because they're the Washington nationals. But um, what are your thoughts on the nationals bets? I mean, like we said, you know, like if Severino is going to be chalky, then I have a lot of interest. Um, They're not going to be a full stack for me, no matter what. Um, I would still just do like a three man. Um, But you know, we talked about it, like guys like Dom Smith, guys like C.J. Abrams, uh, Ruiz. Uh, I would absolutely love. I would absolutely love the roster of those guys if Severino is going to be popular. Oh man, you got me excited thinking that Severino might get some ownership today. And then, like, the more I think about it, the more I think you're right. And um, I think I think he's going to makes me kind of excited. Uh, Yankees bats here. I think they're very stackable today. Uh, Mackenzie Gore is a very raw, talented pitcher that has plenty of strikeout upside, but he also gives up a lot of hard contact. He gives up a lot of power, a lot of fly balls. This is in Yankee Stadium. When you're looking at, like, power righties, I mean, there there's not many lineups you're going to be like, oh, you know, this team is better than the Yankees as far as power righties. So I think the Yankees are an interesting pivot off the Braves. Um I think they're very playable today. Uh, I absolutely. I mean, like, how 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 can I say you can't play Aaron Judge or you can't play John Carlos Stanton with those ISOs that they have against left-handed pitchers? You know, like even a guy like Labor Torres, I think, is interesting. Um, Bader Bader's been great. Ba- yeah, Bader. Um, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, I hate DJ LeMahieu, but he's thirty-one hundred. You know, Vol- Volpe, same thing, thirty-one hundred. So I mean, like this, this stack becomes uh, quite affordable, really. So 
Um, I still, I still like Gore more though. Like I still think I'm, I'm hoping maybe people are going to play judge because it's such a small slate, you know, and they're going to want to have that power bat in their lineup. I, I still prefer Gore in this matchup. If, if I'm being honest, like I would rank Gore ahead of the Yankees hitters. I mean, that's fair. Um, fair. So man, 32% owned, uh, Blake Snell. That was a great ending for the Marlins. Let's go Marlins. Um, Dodgers and Guardians. We got Kershaw and Curry, not Steph. Dodgers a 2-15 favorite in this 8.5 total. Um, Clayton Kershaw, 9,900. I mean, we. I would expect Clayton Kershaw to see a 8-12 pitch bump in this spot. Um, I think they were very... Very safe with him as far as like throwing five innings. If the, if he can get into like the sixth year, like they're gonna slowly start ramping him up. Is eighty pitch six inning cap enough for you to play Kershaw um, at his price today? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't. I don't really want to. I, and I, I mean, I, I think that's super fair. I just. I don't know. Like, I, I completely understand why why people could. I don't think I would say that you're bad if you do. I'm just kind of concerned that and this is a really, really bad matchup for strikeouts. Like, I know it's Kershaw, but I mean, if he's only going to go ma- like maximum, let's say. No, no way he goes over 85 pitches. He's 9,900. Um, really horrible matchup for strikeouts. Um, great for everything else. Great for run prevention. Um, but I just don't think that he's got the ceiling. I don't think he's got tournament win- winning ceiling. Yeah, I mean, the thing that like Kershaw brings to the table is like he can be so efficient with 80 pitches if it wasn't like an innings thing. Right. Um, he was pitching very good against Milwaukee last time out. They had a pretty good lead. Um, is that like, did that like go into the decision of like pulling him out of that game? But he can be super efficient. I mean, it's just a pitch count thing. I love the matchup. Cleveland stinks. Um, they're one of the worst offenses in baseball. They're terrible um, against left-handed pitching. So, I mean, in that aspect of things, Clayton Kershaw safety wise, pretty high. Um, 
Cleveland is now second worst in WRC plus against left-hand pitching. The only team worse than Cleveland is Colorado. That's saying a lot. Um, so yeah, I think it just comes down to, do we get any kind of news on Kershaw pitch count wise, innings wise, if they, if they say they're going to let him go 80, 85 pitches, I'm in. Um, I think 80, 85 pitches in this matchup, a very efficient Kershaw is very playable. Um, any interest in Curry on the other side of this game? No, yeah. I don't one of, have anything yeah, one, else to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the reasons that I like Kershaw so much in this spot is I do think that he'll get some run support and pitch with a lead. So, yeah, no interest for me in Curry. Um, I mean, grades out as a below average strikeout pitcher, gives up a lot of fly balls. Um, low strikeouts and fly balls just doesn't seem like a winning successful type of mix against the Dodgers lineup. He's going to really struggle um, with this, with this lineup. Um, You know, obviously we've got guys like Mookie and Freddie Freeman, you know, they're top options on the slate. I'd much, much rather spend up for them than like Aaron judge. Like I'd much rather spend up on Freddie or Mookie than Aaron judge. Then we got guys like James Outman, who's like only $3,400, or David Peralta is only 2800 So, I mean, there are, are Max Muncie, 4700 Like, that seems a little cheap, you know? So, I mean, they're kind of the low-hanging fruit, right, the Dodgers? I mean, um, I guess Atlanta might might overtake them, but I really like this. I really like this matchup for the and also, real quick, I mean, it depends on the weather, too. Like, if it's a really, really nasty day out and it's raining, cold, you know, wind blowing in, that that might change my mind. But as it stands right now, I, I think this is a great stack. Um, I mean, yeah, we kind of talked about the Dodgers' bats as we were talking about Curry, but um, I, I'm very much interested in the Dodgers today. I think, like, ceiling-wise um, – they're up there with the Braves and Yankees as far as like full on stacks today. Um, So, I mean, there's a, there's potential for some other teams. Sure. But I mean, those, I think, yeah, when you're looking at it, those are probably the top three teams too today. Uh, Any interest in the guardians? No. My job (laughs) is just to ask. Right now. I know. I I mean, I would, I would be excluding all (laughs) Cleveland players from my pool, pitcher, hitter, everyone. Nobody in this lineup with an ISO over 200 um, against left-handed pitching this season. Mets, Braves, we keep it going here. Man, the the Braves offense, um, <laughs> they're going to explode um, just because, like, we are, <laughs> we, we are, like, playing them and they're not doing well. And, like, I feel like now we're, people are going to start getting off them. They're going to have a big game. But, anyway, 10 total. Uh, Braves, a 185 favorite. Morton and Quintana facing off against each other here. Uh, any interest in Jose Quintana? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, to give him a little credit, he has not been terrible. Um, That's that is true. He's been a yeah. lot better than I thought he'd be. But this, I can't, I can't endorse any exposure to him in in this matchup. But you are right; he has been he has been a lot better than I thought than I thought he'd be. Yeah, and I mean, he just pitched somewhat decent against the Braves. Um, week and a half ago 11 days ago so um i mean they are seeing him twice now uh, within like 11 day period and i mean 
yeah, I think this is a, a spot I'm going to stay away from Quintana. And like I said, he is definitely pitched decent, um, you know, for what it's worth. But I'm just not, I'm not, I can't do it, man. Like, if you want ultimate leverage, you can play Quintana against the Braves. If you were just like, hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this team in this $12 and single entry and like nobody is playing Quintana. So I think, I think fading the Braves is going to be really good, really, you know, big leverage by itself. Yeah. Six game slate. They're expensive though. Having, having like no Atlanta bats would be a lot of leverage. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they are expensive, but I think, I think that there'll be enough value where they're still going to garner a ton of ownership. Uh, Charlie Morton on the other side of this game stacked Yankees against him last time out, and um, he he <laughs> found the fountain of youth and pitched really well. Um, I was on the show with you. I was on yeah. the show with you when we were like, "You can't play. You can't play Morton. You can't. Listen, you can't do it." I mean, I will gracefully take all my L's, and uh, that was one of them. So, <laughs> I, listen, I have no problem. Anybody that has listened I, I to the show, I don't, I don't have yeah. a problem with it either. Like, yeah. I, Anybody I mean, that's ever listened to this show before knows that I have no problem saying when I'm wrong. And I was, I was very, uh, very, very wrong about Charlie Morton the other day. Um, any interest in Morton here against the uh, Mets? You know what I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna say is I really don't, I really don't have much interest. Um, but you know, it's 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 an okay matchup, so. I, you know, obviously, you know, I'm pretty high on Gaussman. And then if I go Gaussman Morton, I'm going to have to sacrifice getting to the, that Dodgers stack that I really want to get to or that Atlanta stack that I really want to get to. So I'm hoping to find, you know, like I'd rather I'd rather save and play Mackenzie Mackenzie Gore still, um, if that makes any sense. Um so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of not on Morton really. Yeah, so I mean I'll I'll say this about Charlie Morton, right? It is a small slate. If he's on, he can pitch really well. The command has been the biggest thing. Uh, the Yankees are a very low walk rate team in general. So I mean, definitely benefited from facing the Yankees last time out. The Mets have one of the highest walk rates in baseball. Um, this yep. is a team that is very patient. Um, if he is struggling, I mean, they'll just, they'll take bases. I mean, they're, I think their walk rates like 9.3, 9.2. It's definitely like a top 10 walk rate against right-handed pitching this season. So, um, I yeah, over, I, think it's, I think it's over 10 or nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. I know it's like right around that like number. Um, so if he's struggling, they will walk. Let's talk bats. His biggest issue is lefties typically, um, I mean, there's some power lefties here with Vogelbach, DJ Stewart. Um, there's some, I mean, good hitting lefties with McNeil, Nemo, Lindor. What are your thoughts here when it comes to the Mets bats? I think this is going to be super, super, super low on team. So, and I think that they have anytime. I love stacking against pitchers that have control issues. So if we are betting that Morton could have, you know, get removed from this game early and then walk, you know, more walks leads to base runners, base runners lead to runs, you know, like, and so it goes. Um, I, I think the Mets are very, very viable on this slate. Um, Nimmo at 4,400, um, McNeil 3,700, Vogelbach 3K. 
Um, this is like uh, you could you could stack this team and go like Gaussman Kershaw. I think that'd be a really contrarian way to build on on a six team sleep. I think they're okay. Um, I mean, I played a lot of Stewart and Vogelbach on Tuesday night. So, like, I get the upside of facing a righty that kind of struggles with lefties. He does have decent, like, strikeout rates against lefties um, overall in the season, but recently hasn't been as good. Um, I mean, the the appealing thing for the Mets today, one, is ownership, and two, I mean, price and ownership, and then two is if Morton is struggling with command and control and he starts walking guys in that scenario. And I, I say it all the time, but it just takes one or two big hits and you're off to the races and this game's in Atlanta. It's a ballpark upgrade for this offense. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you not to get to the Mets today for sure. Stock Braves. Uh, I mean, just keep playing them. <laughs> I know it's like a broken record at this point. Quintana has been solid, but I, I mean, you look at their numbers against left-handed pitching and they have one, two, three, four, five, six guys over uh, 200 ISOs and 350 Wobas. Like everybody in their lineup, projected lineup, outside of Nicky Lopez, who probably doesn't even start in this game, has a Woba over 350 against left-handed pitching this season. Like that's how good this team is. Yeah, and, and Ozuna is a fi- is like officially like you know awake now. Like he is, he's on fire. So I mean, nothing. It's because really we were making fun of him potentially getting you know DOA'd, and he's like, "Ha, watch this." He he right. he called me, man. He told me. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, I mean, what what can you say? Like, what do you do with Atlanta each and every day? It's like, you know, you 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 want to make a stand either way. I think you know. Like you either want to get overweight or underweight, but I mean it's they're gonna be they're gonna be the scariest fade on the on the board for sure. I was joking about Ozuna calling me. I hope everyone knew that. But Boston at Houston. This game is currently a nine total. The Astros are one twenty favorite. We got Sale and Yurkaidi facing off against each other. Uh Chris Sale, we'll talk about him first here. Came back two starts ago, faced Detroit. He's faced Washington. Um, looked really solid against Detroit. That's not shocking. Washington's top 10 team in baseball against left-handed pitching. He looked okay. He didn't look terrible. Um, Houston's a really good offense. We'll just say that. Any interest here in sale? Uh, I mean, he's not back up to full strength, though, is he? I mean... I would he's... assume that he is in the... 70 75 range here right that's what i that's what i kind of thought too so i mean this is not a really good matchup and he's not he's priced at 8500 like there's not a lot of ceiling for that price so i'm i'm out i will say so i was watching um some of the washington start and think that he started the fifth inning at 53 pitches if i remember correctly and then walked two guys, and they yanked him. Um, got in and out, walked two guys. So, um, so may, may, maybe they they would let him throw eighty. I think so. they let him throw five innings. I don't know if they like pitch count wise. I don't know like how much more over seventy five they'd let him go. But if he's pitching mm-hmm. well and throws, yeah. So um, strikeouts potentially there. But I think, like, just the low strikeout Houston offense and his pitch limits, 
probably keeps me off of him today. Uh, your Kaidi on the other side of this game, another guy um, that kind of was like bullpen. And I mean, I don't know what we're looking at here as far as his pitch count. Cause I mean, they did use him at the bullpen a few days ago. I think it was um, Friday or Saturday. So he, he has like normal five days, but like he's been in and out of the bullpen. I think he's like anywhere from like 50 to 80 pitches would be my guess. And I know that's like right. a huge range, but I mean, that's, that's the best I can do today. And I think, I think it's going to be closer to 50 than it is going to be 80. But that's just my take. Um, so I think that this is a pretty tough sell, to be honest with you. I mean, I they really do have. they do want to use, like, a six-man rotation. They do want to use him as, like, the six-man rotation for right now. So, like, I could see him going, like, 70 pitches here. It wouldn't shock me. I, I, you're just not – I mean, you're getting some strikeout upside um, with your Kaidi, but it's not like it's a huge strikeout team. Verlander made him look silly. Um, I'll say that. Um, Any interest in playing him? Not, not particularly. Um, I, I mean, I guess he could be part of your pool, but like if you're building 150, but that would be, I maybe would do like 5%. I don't, I don't know. I don't really like it that much. Uh, before we talk about bats, Derek says, Dean would like, Dean would like to know what you think about Dean Dong's going two for three on back to back nights. Who were his home (laughs) runs tonight? Um, and Derek like there's team morning grind and there's team grinders live. You got to be on team morning grind. Come on. Dean Dean found a found a nut. Every squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Um Boston Bats, I mean you're kind of solid. Um but he is someone that I mean is definitely hittable to both sides of the plate. I could see a lower owned Red Sox stack even on the road here today. Um they're they're somewhat pricey outside of a few guys. What are your thoughts on the Red Sox bets? They're fine, you know. Uh, That's how I feel. On, they're, they're fine. That's how they're, I feel. Darren's uh, on the IL, which I think really stinks. I would really like to play him in the spot. Um, but, you know, Devers, right? Like, if Devers is going to be low-owned, he'd make for an amazing one-off. Yoshida, the same the same thing. Cassis, I think. It's really going to come down to ownership. I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna have that much ownership. So I think I think this is a pretty decent um contrarian stack. Um, you know, Tre- Trevor's story. Um, you know, I think this team is I think this is a pretty good stack. Like I'd I'd mu- I'd much rather be overweight uh a Boston stack than having too much exposure to Urquity. Uh Houston Bats, uh Chaz McCormick. For what it's worth, for anybody that's curious, has been the best hitter in baseball this season against left-handed pitching. He has the highest WRC plus, the highest WOBA. He has been phenomenal. Um, I was shocked when I saw that, but I was looking up somebody. I was looking up Solaire's numbers. I was doing extra survey today, and I was writing up um, a little blurb on Solaire, and was like looking at like left-handed numbers and like McCormick. I knew McCormick was like great against lefties but i didn't realize like he's been like the best hitter in baseball against left-handed pitching this season so that was interesting yeah, to a 279 iso that's yeah, crazy yeah. yeah i mean that's that's strong um Al- alvarez was scratched because he slammed his finger in a door before the game <laughs> on tuesday so i don't know i know so i like, had alvarez in my lineup um, okay right. and 
went to Julio Rodriguez, and then he got scratched. <laughs> so I ended up um, – I saw it, like, maybe 15 minutes before that game locked. So um ended up switching to Tatis. So that's my, my main team has Tatis in it now, who – Honestly, he was just the name that I clicked because the the price matched, um, and he's Fernando Tatis. So, <laughs> so no no stats behind it whatsoever. I love those kind of things. But yeah, go back to your thoughts on Houston. Sorry. No, I mean I I, I don't have much. I don't have a lot of interest. Um, you know, I don't want to pitch Sale, but I also don't really want to stack against them. I really. I mean, I think. I mean, Sale's still a competent pitcher. Um, you know, a 32% K rate against uh, lefties, 27, 28% K rate against righties, uh, still has elite control. Um, so really uh, five innings of sale and then it gets turned over to the bullpen. I don't think the stack has too much success. All right. We got Cincinnati at LA. Um I assume that this game's going to be on the slate. They might take this one off. They do that sometime with doubleheader games. Um, mm. So we'll see. And what's interesting, too, is, like, the note that they put on the top of this is, like, um, Otani will be added late because he's pitching in the early game. So right. <laughs> a lot of, lot of things, like, topics here, and we'll, we'll talk yeah, about they're... it, but... They're waiting for Otani's position to be announced before they put him in the pool. My yeah. guess is that he's... Well, no, he's... I, so, yeah, he's starting the early game, so... Yeah, he's starting the early game. So, like, that Detmers is starting... Are they not going to put Otani in the, the... I feel like the easiest thing that they're going to do here is just can't, like, take this game off the slate, but... Because, um, like, are they going to wait to put Otani in the line... Like, in the player pool when the lineups come out? It's a double header. We might not get this lineup until like an hour after lock. And if Otani goes into the player pool, like at that point, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just one of those situations where they just leave Otani off of the slate and don't even add him back to the slate here. Um, Cause if like, if it's like four or five Eastern, like I feel like, how do you add him after that? True. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that is an interesting little wrinkle. Um, yeah, let's let's talk pitchers here. We got Brett Kennedy and Dietmers. Um, yeah, I know they might wait till he confirmed pitches game one, so that puts him if they if they do that right, that puts him in the player pool around three Eastern, two Eastern. Um, because that lineup probably comes out around, it's usually like an hour and a half. Like, you have to have it in 90 minutes. So, anyway, um, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. But I wouldn't be shocked if they just leave him off the slate or if they just take this whole game off the slate, too. But, hey, I mean, that's baseball. So, all I right. Up, I was looking up Brett Kennedy. And, yeah. And, like, his minor league numbers are really bad. Um, like, he was not good, like, in any – like, maybe, like, three or four years ago they were okay, but he's not a very good, like, prospect. So I He's mean, not a prospect. He's, like, 28. Well, that's what I, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, he's not, like, anyone – he's not very good at all. So, um, I understand that this Angels team is maybe not very good, and we might not have Otani in the player pool, but I think this is a 
interesting late night hammer with the Angels. Yeah, I mean Brett Kennedy, um, he's not great. So I know there was someone Yeezy was like, "Tell me about this Kennedy guy." Well, um, I don't think there's much to tell you, honestly. Everything that there I've read a- on his like scouting report is he throws a lot of fastballs, mixes in a changeup, and every once in a while we'll mix in a slider. So I mean. Very two-pitch type of guy. That is not the thing you want to be in the majors. So, um, I think this is a spot we're probably not playing Kennedy against the Angels. And if this game stays on the slate, I actually have some interest in the Angels' bats. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Let's talk Detmers here. Any interest in him? I do. Um, It's. I I think that... His price point is right around that area that I want to be. Uh, if I'm using Gaussman as my SB1, uh, Detmers uh, definitely kind of fits that build at 7,600. Like, that's why I don't really want to pitch Chris Sale or, or like Charlie Morton. So, like, it really comes down to um, Detmers or Mackenzie Gore. And it's really, really close for me. Um, I think Detmer, I'm very, very confident that Detmers has a higher ceiling. Um, and I, I, I have a, quite a bit of interest in him. I think this is a pretty good matchup for him. Yeah. Even though like some of these, like some of these young guys, like, um, in Carson Strand and Dela Cruz, like they, they can hit from the right side of the plate. They've struggled big time, um, against left-handed pitching. So you're obviously like- worried about like, um steer and mclean like those are the two guys i think you're worried about the most here you're also really worried about like detmer's walks and just i mean struggling in that aspect but yeah i mean upside wise i I think he's definitely in play today as far as the reds bats i mean it's the two guys i just said spencer steer and matt mclean they have been fantastic against left-handed pitching this season what are your thoughts here on the reds bats when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think you nailed it perfectly. It'd be Steer McLean. Uh, Ellie has a uh, small sample size, but Ellie's got a 42.7% strikeout rate against lefties. So, like, this is definitely not, you know, his side of the plate that, you know, you want to attack him with. Um, so, like, really, I'm not, other than maybe a couple one-offs, I'm not really uh, on the Reds very highly. Yeah, I think McLean steer one-offs or even like a little two-man stack is very playable. Um, they're missing a couple of their guys that have been good this season against left-handed pitching to like injuries and stuff. So, I mean, that that obviously doesn't help. Um, I will say that if um, the catcher, Luke Malley, cracks the lineup, he's, he's like a punt catcher, and he has like a 240 ISO against left-handed pitching this season so like if you wanted a punt $2,200 catcher I think Luke Malley would be interesting if he cracks the lineup so um 
and it's a double header, so there's an there's an easily a chance that like Stevenson catches the early game and Mally catches the late game, and we get to play Mally. So, uh, Angels bats here. I mean, I, I would love to be able to play Otani, right? Otani I mean, and Trout's back. Oh man, yeah. here we go. I mean, Moniac, Dury, like I Mustakis. I I the, looking at Kennedy's stats and like his pitch mix. I want to stack the Angels today. Ken- Kennedy's numbers in the minors are like like really bad. Uh, so I was like shocked when I was looking through them. So yeah, he's, he's uh, up today just to eat some innings. Right, right. Um, he's got real, really no future on the, in this rotation. So um, yeah, like I am fine with whatever we can do with this Angels team. I'm hoping that we figure out this Otani situation. Um, but, yeah, like, I th- I think that the Angels are, are really, really solid stack. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Uh, Detmers. I'm going to go Mackenzie Gore. Might not be yeah. ugly or good, but it might be ugly, so... Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? Um, uh, Flaherty. I'm going to go with Chris Sale. Um, Tough matchup, pitch count, potentially Sale. Over 4,000 to hit a home run today. Who's going yard? Uh, I'm going to go Stanton. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I don't mind that at all. I do like I do like Gore quite a bit though, but I I bet Stan's pretty low. Trying, I was trying not to pick a brave hitter. See, I was trying not to pick a Dodger. Oh, I, I mean Dodgers, yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Ozuna. Call Ozuna home run today. I said I wasn't going to pick a Braves, but I like Ozuna. So I was going to McCormick too. Yeah. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Uh, James Outman. I like it. I'm going to go Mickey Moniak. Stack to score six or more runs today. Dodgers for me. Dodgers. Dodgers. Um, give me the Washington Nationals. I do not like Severino. Uh, Keith, or not Keith, Tim, any <laughs> final thoughts before Kevin posted? And I saw K just for like to give myself a little bit of buffer. Um, but yeah, that's what messed me up. Tim, any final thoughts before we get out of here today? No, thanks, Stevie, and uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening. Who's the Iceman home run of the day? <laughs> oh, we're gonna get out of here. Um, hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. Thanks for everyone hanging out with us on YouTube here on Tuesday night. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Have a good one. We'll see you then.